I think we're rolling now. We're, we're back now. I think we're back now. I think that's okay. But um, hmm. Oh, I knew there was another hard drive. That's where that one went. It hid under a microfiber cloth. Of all things, to just to start with, catch you off guard. Yes. Isn't it nice when you just find things randomly? Yeah, except then you have a giant collection of them and you end up throwing thousands of things out that you never need that was just taking up space and collecting dust in your apartment. Sounds like you. It's going to be like that magical dollar you find that I dropped somewhere around here. Oh, yeah, I cannot wait to make a dollar off this. Man, it'll be the most profit this podcast has ever made. <laughs> and I love what you've done with the plays, man. I mean, your, your yeah, TV is still massive as ever. And these, these yeah. lights on the wall, it just gives it a bit of... Yeah, they're quite. They're not as warm as I thought. They were not as warm as they looked on the our box, but they're pretty nice. We actually bought them for a shoot and it was like, well... I'll probably just hang them around the house after. And we didn't use them for the shoot, so they've only been used around the house. Because I remember you did some test footage uh, with that little Russian lens I bought, and it had a really nice yellow glow to it. Unless that was something you fixed in post, but it had a really nice colour to it. I That probably was me in post, because, uh, yeah, fun these, are, these are pretty cool lights as far as I can tell. And they are nifty. <laughs> I, I should stop in that instance. But we are back. We are, but before you say that, roll the intro! Welcome back. This is Pop. The Down Under Popcast. I'm Wombat. And I'm Cricket. And we have been off the air for too long. Again. <laughs> again. I feel like life... And I know we keep using that excuse over and over again, but I'd rather just put out something every now and again rather than just keeping on schedule. Yeah, there because was sort of the idea of rushing it, but it would have been like, get to you along the way. It would already have to be set up, record for like 10 minutes, and then I'm due... Because... Well, well, I think I've done six films this last two months. Oh, look at me. But you're doing uni, so again, so you're kind of covered in that sense. That yeah, it's I'm been more than just be busy. Yeah. So you Especially because I volunteer team. for most things. I don't mean, hey, I'm going to have a long-ass resume at the end of this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's good. I think you've got to show people what you can do. Yeah, I mean, that's the point of uni, isn't it? To get as much experience as possible. Yes, but we all know that the disparity between graduates and entry-level jobs is yeah but i mean this isn't my first attempt at uni so I, I feel like i know what i'm doing and what i'm doing is just trying to do as much practical as possible are you going to be a perennial student it's just forever studying maybe yeah. <laughs> if i have enough money i certainly don't have the hex for it anymore <laughs> for any of our international listeners it's like um basically pay off your student loan debt after you earn over a certain threshold of money. Yeah, I think in America it's you pay once you graduate, but yeah. in Australia it's pay once you're over a certain threshold, yep. which is around about 22000 US a year. Yeah, so it equates to about, I think... It was dropped 40, to about 40000 Yeah, about 40000 <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh dear. With so, the average rent in Sydney costing about 40000 <laughs> We're getting political early, folks. It's like, we actually... That's oh, one... I, I apologise. We'll no, no, no. On. I think that's one thing that if people comment on it i feel that i missed the political wombat rant you know you you and jordan shanks should just get in a room and just rant it would be brilliant i feel like I'd, i would indulge myself too much if i did that yeah but it needs to happen i think we he's a sydney boy so friendly geordies we could we should make it happen once in a blue moon once in a blue moon but 
that aside, we are back. This is a pop culture podcast, and we have so much to cover. <sighs> Disney Plus. I know nothing about it. I have it. You I have it. Got it a couple of days after it launched. Um, what are your thoughts? I'm enjoying it. I enjoy having something that will actually stream 4K because Netflix obviously can, but I don't think anything I've ever watched on Netflix actually streamed at 4K. And you have to pay considerably extra, don't you, for that? Mm, oh, for no. Netflix, you might. For Disney Plus, no. It just streams at 4K automatically. Yeah, and I know it does because I put an old graphics card in the computer currently hooked up to my TV. Oh, uh, yes. And it. it can load up to, I think, 35 hundred pixels uh horizontally and it couldn't do 4k it was frame jumping and stuff damn so what's on disney plus at the moment everyone talking about it at the moment is the mandalorian yeah i'm enjoying that i mean it's it's not sort of what i expected like coming off a bunch of sort of tv shows like daredevil and stuff where it feels sort of a lot deeper this feels just a bit more fun like hey here's a little story and it's like Ah, yeah, I could watch this over dinner. Because the great. Mandalorian occurs after the Return of the Jedi, but before The Force Awakens, correct? As far as I can tell. Yeah. But especially with all the references online to, potential spoiler alert here, Baby Yoda, that would put it 900 years ago, but I don't think it is Baby Yoda. I think that's just sort of the colloquial <laughs> Yeah, name. I think that's what ev- the people have been saying. It's just the child, but the fact that they really don't have anything to associate with. I mean, a real Star Wars nerd might come out and say, oh, no, it's Baby Yoddle. <laughs> I mean, there's a throwback to uh, The Phantom Menace for those people who don't actually notice. Um, you mean for everyone who's blacked it out? Yeah, everyone who's kind of, Lisa, blacked it out! <laughs> that was me blackout drunk. <laughs> yeah. i tell uh, you what I'd like to see, because we are getting more and more talk of Star Wars spin-offs. Mm. And I think the recent talk was they're going to slow down because they can't justify spending $500 million on a film which then potentially flops like Solo did. And I thought, well, for all the money they're going to put into the new- next Solo film that they've announced, why not take that money, grab the original footage that George shot for episode 1, 2, and 3, and do it with today's CGI? Because one of the biggest complaints of those three films is the overuse of bad CGI. And it's like, well... Just fix it for your $500 million. I guarantee you, you would make that back with nerds flocking to see an updated version. Yeah. I mean, how many times did we get an updated version of A New Hope? I think about four? Well, we had the original. Yep. Then we had the pre-VHS uh, release. I'm pretty sure it was edited when it came back to cinemas again. Yep. Then the VHS release, the DVD release then the Blu-ray release, and it's been edited again. Now it's on Disney+. Plus. So we're up to six. Wow. So one of the smallest changes I think I notice is the whole Greedo Han situation. Oh, and where they've digitally moved his well, face Well, there's going that. Across. It's just like a weird kind of move to the side. It just looks like he's kind of dancing, like a Whoop. little bit. It's not. It's just a subtle move of the neck, and then he. But Greedo the actually shot's still something. a mile to the right of him. Yeah, and Greedo's a bounty hunter. Shit. <laughs> But he actually says something really weird now. Well, yeah, I was looking this up on um, Wiki- Wikipedia, and they at the time that I was looking at this, they still don't have a translation on what he said. So the internet does not yet know. If ever they will. But uh, I do believe that this is an edit made by George. He made it for a release that was going to be, I think, about 2012, because they were going to push them all out on 4K, non-Blu-ray 4K. Oh. Uh, which didn't happen, and so this is the version of the film that Disney has now released, George Lucas's most recent cut. Now, to go back to Disney and saying that they are stopping 
not stopping, slowing down slowing big time down. on the Star Wars content. I think Kathleen Kennedy came out and basically said, we don't have enough content. We don't really have any ideas. I think they had content. From Remember what they said was they can't justify spending, or the bottom line was uh, they couldn't justify spending the half a billion dollars per film after the flop of Solo. And it was Rogue One before that. I really enjoyed Rogue, Rogue One, One, but was I don't fantastic. think it was received as well as they wanted. It was darker than what people expected. I mean, I and, yeah, think... Yeah, I loved it. it. It was by far the best outside the realm of Skywalker story that we'd seen. Um, I think that was the only outside yeah. Skywalker realm we'd seen so far. So far. And, you know, people talk about the extended universe being completely negated by Disney. And the Star Wars extended universe is strange because it's kind of semi-fan fiction, but not. And yet... Yeah, we used to have a bunch of fan fiction as canon, but when Disney bought it, for those who don't know, they killed all the canon. But it's also come in and out and in and out. Like, Clone Wars was, then wasn't, then was, then wasn't. And I think it is again now, and they're making another new season for it or something. Yeah, and they're picking... They're kind of just grabbing little things from every part of the extended universe that is interesting without, you know, like one thing is the Yuuzhan Vong, the beings that are outside the Force, which is always a fun threat. Um, no one wants to... See, like, people want to see it, but the the studio execs and everything... We just They're too worried it. about how it'll be received. Exactly, because we're still in that realm of Skywalker and everything. And I mean, to be fair, Endgame only made them enough money for the next 10 years. They have to think long-term they about making money. They have to think long, 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 long-term. Um, on that final note of Star Wars is, have you seen how Hayden Christensen has come back into the sphere a little bit? Like in the Just social in, media verse, yeah. In public persona, he is not more so and more much because I am sort of off social media as I have been for True. several months. Mm. Well, he—you'll notice there was a distinct lack of political rants around the same time. <laughs> no, no particular connection. No particular connection at all. But yeah, Hayden Christensen is um, kind of becoming more in the public eye again. Kind of really embracing Star Wars. I think a lot of people more. are going back and watching it. Um, and they're sort of like getting into that and they want to know what those old actors are thinking. Also, they just celebrated what anniversary? This year would have been the 20th anniversary of Phantom, so a lot of prequel God. celebration was happening. I, I just need a moment to take that in. That I <laughs> went and saw The Phantom Menace when I was nine years old and, oh, wow. Yeah, we're old. We're old. Like, my 30th birthday is coming up in March and I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm going to need you to stop talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to cry. Uh, I, yeah. I think I'm going to have a complete Duna day where if I throw the blanket over my head and just stay that way for 24 hours and don't accept it, I will be 29. You never had a birthday. Yeah, no, I'll be 29 years and 14 months and 15 months and just go on. By some time, I'm 29 and 2,000 months. I think it was Richard Hammond off the Grand Tour who was 38 for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> had his 38th birthday every year I might be slightly misquoting that number I remember that was a running thing on Top Gear God You heard that they're coming back They've got an announcement there I think it's next week Season 4 comes out Really? Do you want to know how many episodes we get in our new season? Go for it Two Yeah Two! Two episodes this I, is ridiculous. I, I need more. Like, it's fantastic that you're just doing specials. Everyone loves the specials. Well, most people love the specials. I really enjoy them. And to come back with two after a year of hype? And the thing is, we're getting one on release, then one in, like, April. So it's not like I can even binge the two of them. I mean, binging two episodes is pretty simple. Yeah, well, apparently these are, what is it, an hour 45 and an hour 32, something like that. Oh, solid effort. 
Like, well, yeah, you've at least taken half my afternoon, but that's not enough. Ah, uh, man, Jeremy Clarkson, he just seems to be a little bit of a tosspot nowadays. He's not having good headlines. He's really not. I mean, we, we can, yeah, go climate political on this one. Um, well, jumping in briefly, I noticed that there was a statement about how he now believes in climate change after his most recent tour. <laughs> and then there was a whole heap of news about um, things that he said about... I'm going to mispronounce the name. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, all those reports... Like, I remember when he said those things, like, six to eight months ago. So I feel like they're just recirculating that now, which... Isn't that like a part of cancel culture almost? As yeah. If this, and, and let's face it, cancel culture sucks. Please don't cancel us. Wait, <laughs> hang on. I mean, we, we produce this. So we produce this, so it's like we're self-canceling. It's like, I've had enough of that podcast culture. And, you know, we're going to cancel them. Um, Nate, you do realise that's us? Yes. <laughs> Shit. It'd save us a bit of money. It, it, would it? I think travel costs are probably the most expensive thing. Oh, plus hosting the site. That's hosting. coming up again. Um, but that's fair, yeah. Everything's going to come up and bite you in the ass mm. 10 years later. Or even three months later. Yeah, or even the same day once you've um paid to host your podcast and then you go shopping and realise that was the money to buy groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever let that happen again. Remember to feed yourself. <laughs> so, take... Um, pay pass it or tap and go whatever it is don't have to worry about it for a few days yeah you got three days to just terrible financial costs. advice with pop the down under popcast oh boy but we've had a wonderful year of animation especially like in the last couple of months as well mm. um we've we in australia don't get rick and morty until january um same as the uk america's already had their f i think they've had four episodes of rick and morty released they were going to release the fifth last week, but because of Thanksgiving, they've delayed it a week. Um, but it sucks when yeah, we have these delayed releases now that these we're days. in the streaming services days. Like, surely that shit's behind us. It should be, but it isn't. So, like, I get like, okay, maybe like you have a twenty-four or forty-eight hour thing for something in their country. Like, say if the Grand Tour was put in the UK forty hours in advance. Well, yeah, as much as it's bought out by Amazon, it's still sort of a UK-hosted thing, UK-host thing. Yeah. But that's ridiculous. There was a TV series. It's been so long since it came out, I can't remember what it is. I think it was part of the Taken universe or something, or Jack Reacher or something. Anyway, the US had it, and like we're not getting it for like four months after their initial release date. And I was like, I, I don't even remember what the name is. Like two months later, you think I'm going to watch it now? People either downloaded it or they're not going to watch it. Exactly. And there was an incident of when Zombieland came out, for example, by the time it was released in Australian cinemas, it was already out on DVD in the US. So yeah. people were pirating it and, and saving themselves Why would we bother? We've months. already seen all the memes and the spoilers. Yeah, we're just going to pirate it. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that, especially in this day and age with streaming, that we still have to wait. We're well, I... Definitely don't encourage everyone to pirate everything that's not released simultaneously to teach people a message at all. Absolutely not. We do not condone piracy in any specific way. <laughs> in, in unspecific ways, in we unspecific do, but not ways we might. Way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we do. There's a ten episode order of Rick and Morty, um, which, as always, we love. Big Mouth season three was bloody amazing, as always. I don't oh, know. Yes. Have you actually gotten around to... I, I watched the pilot and it's kind of like, eh, it's not for me. 
That's a shame. I just really wish we had Big Mouth at, like when we were 15. That's it, what a lot of people who recommended it to me said. It, it's perfect as a series. And well, I'd be curious just... to... Got to be careful. I can't say I'd be curious to talk to a 15-year-old on air. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'd be curious rephrase, to know... Rephrase that. I'd be curious to know what today's teenagers make of that. Yes. Because we obviously have the perspective of we didn't come up with it. Yep. So many years ago when Star Wars was out. Yeah, we had to deal with Star Wars growing up. It's like, <laughs> oh, that was a very different thing. But, um, yeah, so from season three, there's also the Human Resources spin-off, uh, which is dealing with all the hormone monsters as a whole, which is going to be amazing. They had a Queer Eye episode of Big Mouth, and it was incredible. Yeah, It's as if Nick Kroll and the rest of the writing team just sat down, binged all three seasons of the current Queer Eye, and thought, right, let's write an episode. Because everything, they had the entire Fab Five just there doing their lines, and it was as if it was just natural. But you you wouldn't expect these kind of things to come out. And <laughs> Well, I mean, when everyone in a show does their research, the writers do the research, the actors, the editors, and it, it will all just come together so nicely. Yeah, and that's what's wonderful. Oh! Another wonderful piece of animation that has come out that I think a lot of people have been waiting for is, well, not a lot, any of the cinema and animation nerds, is Primal by Gendy Tartakovsky. Um, for those who don't know, Gendy Tartakovsky is the same guy who created Dexter's Lab, um, Samurai Jack, and he's <laughs> just, he, he directed the Hotel Transylvania films. Oh. Yeah, so, and as an animation director, he is absolutely amazing. Primal has no dialogue. There's sound effects and maybe the odd grunt here and there, but nothing. No dialogue. I mean, that'll be interesting. It's amazing. There's only been five episodes released so far with more due in 2020, and I'm just like, oh, need more of this kind of stuff. And last bit of animation that um, I think everyone really needs to know if they haven't, um, it is an animation called Has Been Hotel. Um, if you go to YouTube and search Vizipop, um, Vivian is a freaking amazing animator. She studied um, traditional animation, I think, at New York University. So I just love the fact that traditional animation is still being kept alive in such ways. Because nowadays, when you see 3D and everything, it's getting a bit, a bit much. And a I bit know, overblown. some of it's getting pretty good. It's getting good in a different way, but I still just miss... You know, my old cell style animation, like the Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry and everything. When you grow up on yeah. that kind of thing, it's... And there's certainly a place for it. Yeah. This uh, is very much very mature in content. <laughs> so anyone who isn't over the age of 18, don't watch it. Um, you will just have your mind blown because it's like 30 minutes. It's musical numbers and everything like I, that. I feel like you needed a space between that. If you're under 18, do not watch this because you'll have your mind blown. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter, you sicko. Um, so I was just saying you're encouraging it. Uh, yeah. Everyone else will have their mind blown. Kids will just be like, what's that supposed to mean? What's angel dust? <laughs> Mommy. Mommy, what's a prostitute? <laughs> that kind of thing. And Frozen 2 came out recently. So I heard. I didn't get around to seeing it. Um, some film friends of mine did, and they had no comments on it. It <laughs> suffers from sequelitis. Yeah, well, it's a, just me looking at the poster, and it might just be, because if you haven't picked up already, I don't see colour. But did they, like, make 
I think it's Elsa, seriously whiter in this one. <laughs> she actually does look whiter. And it gets even like more beyond hilarious. beyond vampire pale. Yeah, she's pretty pale. Um, and it gets even more hilarious when you get into the story of traveling north because then you have very much... Uh, there's a lot of what appears to be traditional sounding, um, I guess, Inuit music. And there's a lot of really weird connotations throughout this film. You're like, oh, is that really all right? I mean, it's the type of thing that traditionally would have just been straight to DVD or VHS. It, okay, so to compare, uh, my other half, Al, she loves The Lion King and The Lion King 2. I remember that. Okay, well, The Lion King 2, looking back on it, it actually isn't bad in regards to a sequel animation. Back in the day when, for kids listening who don't know what VHS is, it's basically a thing that you plug into a VCR. It's a spool of tape and it rewinds and everything like that. And a lot of movies, a lot of animated movies that were big in their initial run um, their sequel would go direct to VHS. Didn't have the budget to go to cinemas no. and pay for advertising and all that. It was just how many videos you could sell. Yeah, and that's what they ran with that. And yet, the plot um, for The Lion King 2 was really, really good. The animation was there, the story, everything was top-notch. It could have been released in cinemas. Well, it obviously made enough that they made Lion King 3. Well, Lion King 3 was Lion King 2.5, which was basically just The Lion King 1 told from the perspective of Timon and Pumbaa. I remember it being similar, but I couldn't remember it that specifically. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it. I just know that that's what it is. It's basically Rashomon in The Lion King. You God. don't know what Rashomon is, do you? No, I'm just I'm trying to remember this because we had I think we had Little Mermaid two and three as well. Yes, uh, we had the Jungle Book two, which wasn't released until about 50, 60 years later. Yeah, I'm pretty sh- pretty sure it was 50 years. Yeah, because Jungle Book was like 1960... 62? Was it 60? It was, yeah, it was... I thought it was late 50s. It might have been. I, I just remember Louis Prima. Um, we're going to... We'll gonna... Google it and find out it's like the 40s or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, yep, we're doing the phone thing. Clicky, clicky. No, not the 2016. Ah, oh, God. And then, okay, we could talk about that as well. Just these CGI... Bastardizations, 1967. Oh, um, so we were both a little off because you thought early 60s, I thought late 50s. Yeah, very much. I was closer without going over. I win the grand <laughs> prize. Come on down. Okay. Excellent. Would you like to know your prize? Uh, you get to edit. Oh, God. That's, <laughs> that's such a win. Oh, you know what? I finally did the thing that you didn't do, and then we can get back to the modern CGI thing. Yes. I tried to watch the new Sherlock Holmes, or what is it? Holmes and Sherlock, whatever the terrible film that oh yes the one where i lost the Holmes bet and watson and that Holmes and never watson. did i always go back on my word yeah i never do business with this guy never don't run a podcast with this guy <laughs> anyhow and it was bad i couldn't finish it you couldn't finish it <laughs> okay okay um what's a film that you had to forcibly sit through that you hated that you know you had no choice oh. but to finish I'll show you what, in, I say this in my mid to late 20s, in my old age, I no longer sit through a film I don't like. Well, you've got that option, but let's say you go to a cinema. Yeah, I can't think of one. Mine's controversial. King Kong. The new one or the, the old Jackson one? one? The Peter Jackson the one. The Peter Jackson one. After he had written the coattails, it was Naomi Watts, Jack Black, Adrian Brody. Yeah. 
I, I had Andy nothing. Circus. To, yes, Andy Circus was there. Um, I just I went to the cinemas because I had three hours to kill. I'm like, yeah, it looks okay. Wanted to walk out, but was just basically in a mindset of I've spent the money. I'm going to be here, <laughs> and everybody was raving about it. I'm just like, what? How is this good? <laughs> Elitist before it was cool. <laughs> well, it just. I feel like I could have just gone back and watched the one from the 30s. And would have See, maybe had more that's enjoyment. it. Maybe a lot of people didn't watch the one from the 30s. I know I didn't. And I remember enjoying the Jackson King Kong when it was out. Did you enjoy the one from, I think, three years ago now, Kong? Oh, that one. I don't think I actually saw it. I remember enjoying it. Again, what I'd describe as like Kong a popcorn was... flip. No, Kong. Let me see. Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson. Ah, Skull Samuel Island. Jackson. Yeah, Skull no, Island. No, I never saw that. That was filmed up in Queensland. So it was, yes. Yeah, because it had John I C. remember Rowan, yeah. hearing... So, where I think someone tricked Tom Hiddleston about the about how frequently redback spiders might bite you or something. I remember... Oh, that's um, cruel. something about that. And but so he'd always be looking up or something. timid Englishman <laughs> just going, what's going on? <laughs> also, probably being like the tallest one there, he probably thought he'd get bitten first. Yeah. He's like, yeah. No one told him about magpies? <laughs> that feels like a crueler joke. I, I feel like that's a, a bit person. more south than where they were filming in Queensland because they were right up north. No, they weren't. They were on the Gold Coast. When they weren't they up at the rainforest? No. Uh, as far as I remember, they may have shot all of that in tambourine. I had a lot of people work on that that I knew. Good I'll tell you what, I've never been swooped um, north of the New South Wales border. Really? Yeah. I've never been swooped, but I don't want to experience it. I think there's a magpie somewhere on this street. You want to go for a run? <laughs> Engaging in animal cruelty, that's the last thing we want to do. It depends. Does it count when the magpie is cruel to you? Yes. <laughs> it's because the animal can't defend themselves, so it's okay if it's cruel to you. That's 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 how it works, right? Well, I remember the where I used to live, up near Hornsby, there was a magpie, like at a primary school. And I was there on a weekend, I should add, to catch Pokemon. There were no kids around. It's just, and lots of people there catch Pokemon. And this magpie I just had was swooping around. And so you have all these grown-ass adults, like, trying to hide under, like, bushes and stuff to catch... Uh, I can't remember what the, it was, but it was some rare Pokemon. This magpie just swooping around. And I was thinking, how do the school kids deal with that? Like, their playground is, like, five meters away from me. This thing must just be swooping them all lunchtime. I reckon it's pretty casual. I reckon the kids are okay because it some swoops of those the teachers birds, first. Yeah, swoops <laughs> the teachers first, goes for anything high. But animals can hold grudges, and I reckon they've got a bit of tact. They're like, nah, that kid's small. Get the big thing! <laughs> it's totally the case. But have you been playing Sword and Shield at all? Oh, yeah, I finished that in two days. Thoughts? Finished the game and the post game. Um. Oh. Easy rating, four out of ten is the quick Whoa. like there's so much in that didn't work don't get me wrong i'm a huge pokemon fan and i've already got my hands on sword which i played shield originally i've already got my hands on sword and of course i'm gonna finish it i'm a massive pokemon nerd but there's so much in that game that just doesn't work makes it feel cheap and unfinished like there are textures that look like they're from 93 in a video game the trees are generally what's mentioned on social media they took out half the pokedex more than half the pokedex i need to take a moment and just appreciate people <laughs> are complaining about trees yeah well i mean and this the controls are clunky like you try to um turn around while riding on the in-game bike or you try to change direction slightly and it's like i did a 180 oh dear 
or you try to like turn and it will just take you in the opposite direction like it just feels so poorly designed then they've got these stupid systems where they brought in raid battles from pokemon go which originally looked really cool it's like oh yeah i'd like to play pokemon with my friends uh and to get like the good ones the ones you want to catch it's a I think the Reddit quote was 0.165%. Pokemon originally said 5% and people were like, I've been searching for three hours and not found one. Um, so it's like the most smallest percent just to find it and then you have like a 1% chance to catch it. If you beat it. Like the entire system is stupid. The whole online server feels like it's from 2001. Like you cannot connect to anything. You cannot find anything. It's just the most stupidly underdeveloped game and they continually brought it down for maintenance without telling us they're bringing it down or without telling us what they're doing. So it just feels like they've half-assed a game together, thrown it out with a massive price tag and gone, yeah, we got 20 years of kudos here. Everyone's going to buy it. And of course we did. I just said I got the second one so I could play it again because that's the type of Pokemon player I am. But no, it's a terrible game. And if you've never played Pokemon before, you might like it, but I'd recommend an old title because they are much, much better. I think that counted as your political rant. <laughs> <laughs> Gaming sure. politics. Gaming politics. Gaming politics. Work on your damn games, people. Put in some effort. I mean, we could always talk about Star Citizen, but that'll just... <laughs> yeah. See, I, I don't have 20 years of previous gameplay on Star Citizen, so I, I don't have the, you know, the burning behind that. Yeah, I can't even be bothered installing it on my PC again. <laughs> Maybe I'll wait. But I remember when the trailer for that came out for Squadron 42, they got so many people on board. Like, they had Gary Oldman, um, Mark Hamill, Ben Mendelsohn. It was huge. I do remember that. Yeah. And it looked badass. And yet we're here still waiting. That's always going to happen. It's like the no pre-orders. We fell for it, folks. I apologize. <laughs> but speaking of, we get Brooklyn Nine-Nine soon. Yes. 2020 we're close to the next oh, season I've been waiting so long and uh, yeah I, I, I got so happy when I realised that because they immediately got renewed for season 8 mm. yeah isn't Did that wonderful what are we getting we're getting 7 now aren't we yeah we're up to season 7 they've already been renewed for season 8 um, okay they need... I'm a little sad that as it's waited so long I feel like we're not getting a Halloween heist I'm intrigued to see as to what they do. Maybe they'll do an Easter egg heist or something. Like I, I feel like they need to have a heist in there. Christmas heist? No, it'd be too late. It's by too then. late. I know it? it's too late. Or <laughs> I just think it'd be very apt if they finish on season nine. <laughs> and like if they finish on season nine and just have it as a nine episode run, that would just be a nice touch. It would. I feel like they'll keep... It'll be one of those things where they just sort of keep going until the fan base is too small to... I don't know, man. Supernatural ran for 15 years. Yeah, and their fan base eventually went down. What Was it a case of it wasn't financially feasible or the actors were like, I'm done with that? I think they all just decided... Like, they initially stated... Um, like, Jared and Jensen were both like, yeah, we'll keep making this as long as the fans want it. Um, and then it got to a point where I think they just decided, look, I think we're happy where it is and we're going to end. Yeah. Um, which I think is good. I think if you can end a show on your, on your terms, own terms, that's fantastic. Um, I don't think a lot of shows get to do that either. No, they don't. Like, how many shows get cancelled after a first season? Well, how many get cancelled after the pilot? Yeah, God. Like, so many. 
Well, I mean, it doesn't really count as cancelling after a pilot. Sometimes... Yeah, I suppose It so. depends how poorly they rate. Sometimes they'll just throw the pilot up as the sake of it and then see how it goes. But if they like the pilot and they'll run the episode order, that's great. But I think nowadays the average life, even though an actor will sign like a seven-season contract, contract um, they may not last two years. Well, Netflix doesn't really like going past three seasons yeah that's that's, that's why i problem. worry about big mouth because <laughs> i'm like i need more because yeah we lost um most of the marvel tv universe at three although some of them didn't make it that no we lost bill nye after three seasons <laughs> yeah and like sure it wasn't the greatest show but i enjoyed it and i think a lot of people just watched it because they'd seen bill nye and grown up with him like i feel like they had a strong audience for that they were just like yeah that's three man see you later it's a weird thing i guess it depends um what's interesting is how certain models are working i think again discussing with my partner how amazon's model seems to be really good because what they're doing is they're actively investing in the development process of content not yeah, just saying uh okay so yeah we'll give you 50 episodes and you just do whatever um well not so much that but amazon actively want to be involved and really encourage the process not to rush it or anything like that you take a look at good omens how well that was received well I you mean, look at how much money bezos has they can afford he can do to. whatever he wants but i mean right, actually there's there's an interesting discussion actually i've just sort of for yeah probably getting near rap yeah um all these streaming services coming out so like when netflix came out that was it it was netflix and you had all this content and it was just one price but now there's so many it feels like you're buying foxtel again like oh actually i need to buy this subscription for these channels and this subscription for these channels yeah everyone wants a piece of the pie unfortunately they're all like oh i can see an opportunity here um, yeah, I feel like they should have just stayed with one or maybe two. It's never going to be the case. It's, I know, we, without, we had our without golden window. being an ass, it's corporate greed. Yeah. Everyone wants a little bit. If they feel like Netflix had a great idea because they were using an analytics model, so they could essentially, at one point, tailor everything to you. They could take that and then develop content based around what the major kind of draw cards are for people and then do really well doesn't seem to be the case i think well, they've kind of you, taken a step back that being said the u.s launch was great but over here we got like eight percent of the content and everyone just vpn'd it yeah people just didn't care so it's not like they were the perfect model yeah but Geo compared to what we had before only because i think if foxtel didn't exist we would have had everything yeah, I, um, I could agree with that. And you could agree with that with a lot of content because they get exclusive rights on almost everything in our region. And it's like, I'm not going to pay you 134 bucks a month to watch one show. I would rather yeah. subscribe to every one of those subscription services. It would still be cheaper. Yeah, and you would get more content. And I'd actually get it in HD. Yeah, that's always the fun part when you think about... It, it feels like we're just going to go back to pirating things again. Because I know a lot of people that, who already are. Yeah, just because like our wages aren't getting any increases or anything like that, and everything's going up, we're like, well, shit, we do need some sort of entertainment. So well, yeah, we haven't really had pay rises in fourteen years, and so on that, I think we'll go because we're not getting paid overtime. No, we're not, folks. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. Oh, wait, before, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait! I wait, have wait. a thing. Um, this will be our last episode of the year. I would love if we could continue this in the new year. So, uh, so I, I've been trying for other things. Like this really nerved 
like I, I got really antsy about sending an email off to get a particular guest so I, I, I would pray to whomever it would be that that it, that they just respond that would be amazing but flying spaghetti monster if you're listening yes absolutely and so I would like to say this for everyone out there have a merry Christmas a happy Hanukkah a crazy Kwanzaa a tip top tet and a solemn dignified Ramadan thanks Krusty we'll see you next time <laughs> The following podcast is a cross-production between Wombat Crew Productions and Fawcett Fictions. You can find us at most social medias, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Links are in the description on our website or in our Facebook page. As always, our opening and closing theme is Road Trip by Joaquim Karad. You can find out more about his music in the description below. So are we swearing now that we've relaunched or are we bleeping all of this later? Because that's a lot of work. I don't know. Subscribe. Great.